0: Welcome into a special late week shorter version of Buff Stampede Radio. My name is Adam Munster Tiger. I'm the publisher of BuffStampede.com, and I'm extremely excited to welcome in today's guest, Coach Carl Reed from 24/7 Sports. Coach Reed, thanks for taking time out of your day to join us. And uh, first off, we got to start with your debate with Bud Elliott because that was a great back and forth you guys had on the 24/7 Sports YouTube page.
1: You know, Bud is my guy, man. We got a great relationship. You know, we disagree on a few things, Colorado being one of them. And uh, we had to get on there. We had to settle it right on the camera.
0: Yeah, Bud is catching a lot of flack from Colorado fans. And I don't know. I have gotten so sick of the the debate shows on TV where they're just screaming at each other. The way that you guys were respectfully disagreeing was – what I thought was the best part of the debate that you guys had.
1: You know, you can have a difference of opinion and not have to get in a fight about it. Uh, Bud and I are really good friends. We get along great. Um, And and some of the debates we have off camera are even more intense than the ones that we have on camera. So Bud's not a fan of, of, of Colorado right now and what they're doing. He doesn't really believe, you know, and that's his prerogative to have that opinion. You know, one thing in life um, Adam, we gotta respect each other's right to have a difference of opinion. And so he doesn't agree, and that's okay. But uh, we're gonna you're gonna see us get together a few more times on some
0: other topics. I look forward to it. Carl, you came out to Boulder in the spring and you came back out in the fall, I think multiple times. And you got to see the transformation of this football roster. Has anything surprised you about what Coach Prime has been able to accomplish in just nine months on the job at Colorado?
1: No, it hasn't surprised me because I knew what his plan was and I saw it get, and I got an opportunity to see it up close in real time. When I got up here and I saw the spring game, I was really concerned because I I just said this is not a very good football team. And so as you start to see the mass exodus of players, but then you start to see the additions that were being made, you knew that it was some good football players coming in. You knew that it was some upgrades at key positions that were being made. And I think that with the way the recruiting is going now, I mean, I get kids that call me every week asking can they go on a visit to Colorado and they're trying to get in touch with Coach Prime and his staff. So I think recruiting is going to be to the roof, through the roof, and and wait till you see, man. Some of the guys that that they add in their recruiting class, Colorado fans have a lot to be excited about. I'm going to tell you something, Adam. My high school teammate Cortland Johnson was a tailback for Colorado. I haven't watched the Colorado game since he played. So think about how long that's been. Not everybody in the country is watching Colorado.
0: It was great that Colorado spring game was on ESPN, the only program to have their spring game televised on the main ESPN channel. But I wonder if because a lot of people tuned into that, maybe they didn't realize that what Coach Prime was doing was going to take a little bit more time than what was going to be on display during that spring game. But still, that three and a half over under just kept shaking my head at that when you see what Shadur Sanders does and, and look at the talent that they were bringing in. It just didn't make any sense to me. But I still had Colorado at 6-6 six and six going into the season uh, because uh, the Pac-12 was so deep. Obviously, I would revise that now and you know have them as maybe a nine-win team at this point, a team that would contend for the conference championship. Where do you think that, that believer breaking point was coming into the season? Uh, how much crow am I having to eat having a, a six-win prediction coming in?
1: Well, I understand your position. I mean, when you when you look at the the programs across the country, TCU played for a national championship a year ago. You hear about the great things that are happening at Nebraska. I think that it was reasonable for some people to to temper their expectations because you're going into a new territory. Transfer portal is still new. It's happened a couple of years, but it's still new. And it's definitely new to do it to the extreme in which Colorado did it. So we get taught all the time that football is about chemistry and cohesion and the locker room. And those are some of the things. So you would be, you know, most people couldn't understand what was going on. So I'm not surprised that people took the stances that they took.
0: My podcast partner, William Gardner, and I have used the term force multiplier to describe Coach Prime on numerous occasions. How many people on the planet? do you think could have done what Coach Prime has done in this short span? Is it two, three people on the entire planet? There's probably
1: several that have the ability, but there's not any that have the vision. You know, there's a lot of people that are talented enough to do certain things, but they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they can do it, or they don't believe that they even deserve to be in that position. The thing that makes Coach Prime different, and I think it is something that most of the great men in the world have is the ability to be able to see things um, that haven't been done yet, the ability to be a visionary, um, though yeah, we walk by faith, not by sight, you know, that that mentality. Um, So I think he has that, and I don't think many guys have that. There are other guys who can coach. There are other guys who can recruit. But there's very few guys who really believe in themselves the way that he believes in what he's doing.
0: You were with Coach Prime and broke the news when he was ready to announce that he was coming to Colorado. Obviously, there were a lot of national people, folks that are not all that familiar with Boulder and CU's history that found that move to be pretty surprising. What were your thoughts on that move out to Colorado initially for Coach Prime?
1: Well, I, that he was going to be very cold and that he wasn't used to being in that <laughs> in that kind of weather. This In this day and age of the transfer portal, Adam, it doesn't matter what school you're at anymore. It's not a blue blood deal anymore. Even when you think about what happened in the NCAA final four this year with San Diego State making it, you know, to the national title game. So in the past, you might have said, well, you need to be with one of these brand name schools to get something happen. But in the transfer portal and NIL era, the right coach at the right time with the right support. Can do some incredible things, and I think Rick George also had a vision in bringing in Coach Prime. I think it was a match made
0: in heaven. Definitely. When did you first meet Coach Prime, and how did that relationship with him evolve over time?
1: You know, we met last season. Um, while, you know, while Jackson State was going on their run, and, and we just we we had some similarities in terms that we believe anything is possible. You know, and so that kind of hit us off. I thought that. Jackson State, um, and I don't want to get killed by Jackson State fans. So I, I'll say this. I thought that if they were willing to go Division One, Coach Prime still may be there. And so I think that in certain situations or in that particular situation, they didn't necessarily feel like they wanted to do that, which is fine. But I think that's what it would have took for them to keep him. And I think that if they would have went in that direction, then they would have been fine. And I think they're still going to do great things with with Coach T.C. Taylor. But um, just over the, over the course of time, you know, the relationships get strong and, and you kind of get a vision and a belief for what somebody is doing and building, and, and Coach
0: Prime has that. Obviously, we're all happy that Coach Prime is in Colorado. But to your point, if he had the – resources of a power five at an HBCU would have stayed there. That would have been maybe the best story. Um, But even with him coming to Colorado, the fact that Shadur Sanders has performed so well, isn't that a good light on the HBCU just in terms of showing that, hey, just because he came from there, uh, there's a lot of good players at that level that maybe folks didn't respect the HBCUs as much as maybe they do now? I don't think it
1: directly impacts it. But what I do know is that because I've I've watched that level a lot, one of my former players was a SWAC offensive player of the year twice. Aquil Glass played quarterback at Alabama AM and actually played against Coach Prime a couple of times. Um, I think that there are several great players at that level of football. And a lot of times we make it about HBCUs versus Power Five. When we really have to look at HBCUs as FCS programs, we have to be fair to what we're saying from them. They send just as many amount of kids from the SWAC as they do probably from the Ohio Valley Conference, another FCS conference. So I don't look at it in terms of black and white the way that most people do. I look at it in terms of there's a difference between FCS football and Power 5 football.
0: You're all over the place these days, Carl. Obviously on the national 24-7 sports show, You're doing a a collaboration with Uncle Neely out here in Colorado. Uh, You're always sharing your wisdom on Twitter, especially with recruits out there handing down advice. And I think you have a a podcast project in the works, too, correct?
1: Absolutely. The Coach Reed Live podcast. I'm also on the big boys with my guy, Uncle Neely, man, one of the legendary guys in the game. A a great guy to work with. And all the great things that we have going on here at 24-7.
0: Obviously, you don't have the typical journalism background having coached a top AAU basketball team and being a longtime decorated high school coach uh, at the foot in, in football in Missouri, winning a state championship in 2019. What made you want to change course and go into this line of work?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know that it was something I was pursuing. The opportunity presented itself um probably at the right time. You know, I was I was looking for some other things. Um a lot about high school football is changing, and I'm I'm probably an old stubborn mule, you know. When it comes to some of the changes that have been going on in schools and with administrations and things like that, I believe that you have to do certain things a certain way. And so, I had an opportunity to to, to come over here, and it's been really really good for me.
0: I mentioned that you've been out to Boulder a few times already. How have those trips gone? Have you gotten a chance to get out and explore a little bit?
1: I haven't really. I'm typically at the football office all day, you know, when I come in and and, and kind of seeing what's going on over there. But next time I come in, I'm going to have to get with you, man, and how
0: you take me outside. That would be great, Carl. Well, hey, you're a busy man. Appreciate you for carving out a little time and definitely hit me up next time you're on Boulder and uh, we'll go uh, grab some food. All right, my brother. Appreciate you.